Rowena Dooley asking Soul citizens to report for duty. Good evening, good evening, and welcome back to the Soul Citizens. I'm Griffin Gaming RPG, and it's Sunday, October 23rd, and we are back for the closing of a series that we've been doing called Shipyard, where we discuss the history and the ships and our likes and thoughts about uh, manufacturers in the Star Citizen universe. And I am joined today with my compadres. Uh, to my right, your left, or whatever way you want to look at it, is Fastcart FC. How are you? Hi, everybody. Good to be here. I can't believe we reached the end of it. Yeah, believe it or not, right? We finally went through every manufacturer. Everyone. <laughs> so far, right? It's by. It only took, what, two years? I know. <laughs> 18 months? I know, yeah. It's to my left. It's you guys, right? The man from down under. Calrati, what's up? What's up? Hey, hey, people. It's happy to be here. Happy to be at the conclusion of this and can't wait to see what we have in store. Yeah, we had to work you like a slave this weekend. Pardon the expression, right? I mean, you were here yesterday. I was going to say, Griffin. Really? Yeah, I know. Ooh. You know, we had making this man work for his money, I tell you. Um, I was ready well, to do the work. Oh, God, we got a raid. Who is raid? That? Oh, Go Mob. Thank you, Go Mob. <laughs> Hey, it's always nice when one of our own team members I'm such a big fan of yours, Gormab. Yeah, Let me just say, it's yeah. great for you to, 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 to see you rating us. Thank you for I that. Know. I love his alter ego, Goomba. He's, Goomba, he's, yeah, that's he's Goomba. Yeah, Goomba. That's the, yeah, there you Goomba. go. Yeah. He's going to beat us for that. You know that. <laughs> 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 it was Calrati. You saw that, right? Yep, the Calrati started it. Well, listen. Um, oh, I feel good. Thrakazog, thank you for that community gift sub. We appreciate that. Thank you. Thank you for the support. Wow. Matter of fact, wow, we're at 44 out of 50. So we might hit it tonight. That's awesome. Thank Ooh, you so yeah. much for kicking us off the right way. Hey, listen, uh, as I just mentioned, this is the uh, final episode in our series on Shipyard. Um, you know, once a month we've been doing these and kind of did a little skip over, but we're back doing them. And today we're going to be talking about, I guess you could say the granddaddy the grandpappy of them all, uh, RSI, Robert Space Industries, uh, named after uh, the developer, CEO, uh, visionary, whatever else you want to call him, of the game we play, Star Citizen. Uh, Fastcard, do you own any RSI ships? I own some and melted some and own some again. Yeah. Um, okay. The, no, I don't current. Oh, wait. I have to look at my hangar. I, I've had the Phoenix several times yes i know several times. times yes you have that is your most notable <laughs> ship i think in your hangar but yeah yeah ahead. basically and um and the aurora but i i i got the referral from one of the referral bonuses and i just I, I upgraded that so i don't currently have the aurora but okay. yeah something how do you not have an and you're in test squadron you're supposed to have an aurora in i your know yeah. i mean the thing is i've been test squadron for seven years now mm -hmm. and, and and that's a long time to keep a ship i don't use I <laughs> I mean, just being honest you should have made that your your uh you know your ship that has squadron 42 and, and and star citizen on it then you'd have to keep it and you would never have to get rid of it See? No. Yeah, that's what you're supposed to do. <laughs> Damn, that's so cheap for the aura, man. Yeah, I tell you. 
Oh, and, and Cal Roddy, how about you? RSI ships, do you uh, do you own any? Well, you know what ship I own? Yes, I the do. beloved Aurora MR. Yes. So that's never leaving my hangar. Um, I've had other Aurora ships in the past. I've recently tried the, the Scorpius, and you know it's it's fun. You know, with the co-pilot and everything like that. And I've had um, I the first after the Aurora MR, the um, other RSI ship that I purchased that was still in the hangar module was the Taurus. You know, that was something that I was really looking forward to. And, and I was really happy to see it out of the doors. I don't currently have it in my hangar um, at the moment, but it was really nice to see it finally out of, you know, that hangar bar. <clears throat> and yeah. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. I, uh, the, oh, I think, what was my first ship? Now, my first ship was, a, was it, was it Aurora? I want to say I bought an Aurora first. Because I bought it with the game package. And back in the day, you guys, a lot of you all already know this, but back in the day, the game package consisted of being able to get both Squadron 42 and also being able to get uh, the Star Citizen Christmas Universe access to it. So, Envoy, hey, thank you. Thank you very much. Thank 12 you. months subscribing. Thank, thank you. you. Good to see you, Envoy. And so back then, I remember I got that. And then I think the ship that I graduated to from there was a Avenger, then a Connie, mm, then right. a Connie, then a Connie, the Andromeda. <clears throat> I got yeah. the Andromeda. Uh -huh. I didn't go for any of the other ones. The Phoenix was way too expensive. The Taurus, right. the Taurus <laughs> was. I didn't know that. Wait, 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 the Phoenix is way too expensive. Yeah, you said that. The Phoenix. No, no, wait, wait, wait. Well, back then, right? We're talking, we're talking. We're talking eight years ago, nine years ago, whatever. So back oh, then, okay. that was one of the more. Other than if you went to like the Idrises and stuff, there was no in between stuff back then. If you yeah. remember, there were no six hundred five. I mean, other than I think the eight ninety was six hundred bucks back then, right? Mm, so right. after that, you jumped into the Idris and Javelin leagues, and I forget that I wasn't doing that. So yeah, um, you could have had you could have had the measurement for two for two fifty. Two fifty, yeah, I did, I did, <laughs> but but still, that was still that was still in the reasonable bracket. But well, I'm just saying the Phoenix the Phoenix has always been through like three fifty, right? So I mean, yeah. out of all four of those ships, the Taurus was nice, but I just. I don't know. There was something about I like the idea of having, you know, they advertised the the the, uh, the Connie Andromeda as the multi crew. It was yeah. more like the jack of all trades. Where that's the, old. Yeah, that's the Taurus old. was much more spe specialized, and the Aquila yeah, right. was specialized. And the Phoenix the took so long to come out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So oh, I, yeah. that was mine. That was that was my next one. But yeah, that's it. I mean. Mm -hmm. I mean, if you're going through history, my 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 first game package was probably the um the 315P and uh, and a Hornet, but I melted those and got a got a Connie Con, 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 physical package, you know, with the, with the silver the silver box that comes yeah, with it, that, yeah. no, no no longer available. Right. So I still had that mm -hmm. in, in, in in my hangar, but I, I upgraded the 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 Taurus to a to a fighter. But so yeah, so yeah, I I I've had that in my hangar since my first month in um in Star Citizen. So uh -huh. that's eight years I had that package. Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. Well, let's let's jump on in. Let's start talking about uh, this this history of the company. First off, we're going to be reading this from. Normally, I pull this stuff from the CIG site, but I was out of it and missed it. So I'm actually went to the easiest and fastest source where they also pull it from the RSI site. So I'm going to be reading from uh, Star Citizen fandom. 
uh Joe, thank you hey five community subjects. hey thank you so much for that we appreciate and we hit our 50, that yep. did we hit our 50 oh great yes, we thank did. you you guys thank you all so much for helping us hey, Remember, for says, thank you for the subscriptions thank you all for helping us reach our october total feel free to double it um yeah we'll, we'll be here <laughs> okay we'll be here all night all right let's let's, yeah, right? let's let's talk about the history of rsi um uh rsi is and we'll put the link in chat for you guys so you guys can read along or follow it later uh robert space industries is one of the oldest human enterprises still in operation with a history dating back to the first journeys of humanity toward the stars of the 22nd century constituted at the beginning of the 21st century rsi developed the first auto <clears throat> excuse me autonomous quantum generator which paved the way for the colonization of the galaxy governments and businesses have quickly embraced this technology and the resulting expansion has led to the united empire of earth uee as we know it guys however president roberts of rsi had a very different dream a future where the stars were accessible to everyone in 2140 his company created the first model of the zeus a vessel equipped with a quantum generator designed for sale to individuals. It is these innovations combined with the technologies discovered in previous decades that have allowed the human empire to take shape. <clears throat> with such history and the impact it may have had on the way human culture has evolved in space, RSI is of interest to historians and sociologists as well as to accountants. The company's head office is located in New York on Earth, it includes a display case that contains the latest ship models, as well as a room in which centuries of designs are displayed up to the famous Zeus. This exhibition area is thus bus, ah, this exhibition area is thus both a sales space and a museum. And the huge tower in which it's located has now been part of the landscape for generations. Tradition has had it that this building, that this building I'm sorry, tradition has it that this building where the first where, is where the first ships were born is one of the first things we visit when we stop at Earth. Okay, um, let me read a little bit more here. Uh, I'm going to come back and talk about this Zeus a little bit. Products intended for the civilian market are the pride of RSI thanks to the efforts of the company, which owes them almost half its turnover. Against all expectations and despite strong competition from upstart manufacturers such as Origin Jumpworks, GmbH and Musashi Industrial Starflight Concern, the company has continued to grow its market share. In recent years, none of, <clears throat> none of them have managed to diversify to the same extent. On its own, the constellation holds, a, holds the candle to the freelancer and the starfarer together, while the Aurora remains a viable solution to the single-seaters sing, single produced by Origin. Its heavy vessels remain unmatched. On the other hand, Concerning military contracts, the reality is much less brilliant. Although RSI served as a main supplier for production of the Bengal carrier, as well as other heavy vessels, it is common knowledge that this company strings this, that, I'm sorry, it is common knowledge that this company strings failures in the context tenders organized for smaller models. The UE, the UE Navy does use a small number of militarized constellations for reconnaissance but it has never massively adopted RSI vessels. Recently, the company failed to win a contract worth 1.7 trillion credits for the supply of a new generation fighter for the benefit of the F-8A offered by Anvil Aerospace. Turning the knife over in the wound, RSI's offer was ranked third, far beyond Aegis Dynamics Project, the Dogfighter 3000. 
which the UEE Navy intends to retain after modifications. <clears throat> the company's prototype, dubbed Black Widow, is deemed too expensive to serve on the front line, which means it's probably won't be sold on the civilian market either. Okay, there's a little bit of history there. There's some good lore stuff there, there, Fast Card. I know you're a big Terra fan, but it looks like uh, if you want to buy your RSI ship, you're going to have to go all the way back to Earth and go to New York, right? That's fine. Yeah. That's fine. No, I, I don't mind. I, I, I get someone to, to, to pilot my um, E1 to take me, take me to Earth and, you know, pilot me back in, 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 in a Phoenix when I get one. Yeah. In, in game. Yeah. Uh, I, I do want to say yeah. the, the law says New York, and we know in real life it, 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 it's Texas and California. I'm, I'm, I wouldn't be surprised if that get retconned in the future. Mm. <laughs> yeah, you never know. You never know. Let me ask you guys a question. You know, for all these manufacturers, they all do have these different locations, right? They're in different systems on different planets. Do you think that there's going to be some gameplay dynamic in relation to that? Will it be... I'm trying to come from an economist standpoint here, right? If I buy direct from the manufacturer, MSRP, could the price of ships be different? If I go to New I York so. and get my ship, but if I'm buying that same ship, maybe 10 systems out, right? 15 systems out. Should the price go up for the price of ships? Should that Connie that maybe cost 34 million, if you have, to, if you want to get it, because you happen to be out near Stanton, and that's eight jumps away from Seoul, should you now be paying maybe sixty-five million, or do you think the prices yeah. of ships will be the same no matter where you go? And I'm saying, from an economy standpoint, how does that affect gameplay? Does it force people to consider saving twenty million dollars if I travel eight eight systems in? What do you think? I. I imagine that a, a, a Phoenix or some some ship that um, it depends on what an, uh, uh, how, the, how the economy is in the, in the local system. But I imagine the price there will be a price difference. That it probably will be a bit more expensive. But I don't believe it'll be too too expensive to that people would want to um, travel eight jumps. Depending, it depends on how expensive. Um, if I tell you the price of the ship is twenty million difference, you won't jump make those jumps. Okay, if it's, yeah, it's twenty million, but I don't, I don't imagine it'll, it, it, it'll be that. Um, Why not? That much of a difference. Why not? If you make it too cheap, people ain't gonna make the trip, right? Yeah, that is you. I mean, but the thing, I, mean, I, I I'm pretty sure that they have an RSI franchise and stuff like that. They, they, they want people to to buy something um, as soon as possible, rather than you know, go eight jumps. And, and, you know, they may change their mind and see something else that, 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 that they may decide to buy. That's, that's competition, right? I mean, don't mm -hmm. get me wrong. Maybe, maybe you're willing to live with the fact that because I live, you know, eight jumps away or 10 jumps away from most civilized places where manufacturers are, I'm going to pay a little bit more. I guess I'm just trying to find out where's the balance. Because to make all this lower and say, oh, this is where the man, like, like right now, for example, we go to Crusader, right? The ship manufacturing mm -hmm. is right there. Is there going to be some benefit to going to Crusader and buying your ship versus, mm. you know, I'm, I'm 12 systems over. I want me an M2. Is delivery faster if I go to Seoul versus if I order my ship at a further location? So I, I really hope that there is some kind of influence, you know, not just on the price, but also some perks with regards to the reputation 
access to certain resources because for example we've talked about a lot um, when it comes to quantum you know that influence with regards to all right let's say i have an rsi ship could the possibility be uh, you know if i were to go to a particular location do what do they have particular parts um that are um, that work better with regards to the materials that rsi uses for my ship um we know with regards to repair and, and the reverse version of salvage mm -hmm. uh, when you repair uh, your ship um, you wouldn't be 100% repaired. Who knows the kind of material that you would have salvaged from a previous ship? Mm -hmm. It could be different when you're applying it to your RSI ship. So who knows when you're going through X location mm -hmm. and you're repairing it, um, they may not have the materials that RSI may be using, similar to how they may not have the, the weapons uh, to restock uh, your ship after you repair your wing that previously had a weapon on that. Um, so uh, with regards to the incentives to go you know, and jump distances to get uh, to a particular ship, um, while you know, I can totally see where, where, where FC is coming from, and I do agree that it shouldn't be too different. It should be different enough to encourage us to make that journey. Yeah, you know, well, not just for the price, but also for some kind of reputation or some kind of other um, in, um, other, other factors. Other well. factors. Yeah. GoMap said that that there should be other factors. Then you're you're pushing on like reputation. One right. he mentions here though already that the price on the same ship is different in Arcorp versus Hurston, and that would make mm -hmm. sense since our corp is a much more flourishing economic city for its civilians than Hurston is, yes. right? Yeah, Their ships that's true. Be a little bit more affordable there. So again, I don't want to make it in the sense of that there's a, you know, I was using the huge difference thing in the fact of what would drive people to travel directly to a manufacturer, but yep. we may find that economies alone, just like you were saying, fast car, depending on economies in different systems, that may be the other factors that determine whether or not ships cost how, Resources, access to parts, a whole lot of other things could be the factors that say. Or, mm -hmm, go ahead. Or access to, to different minerals to, to make the ship. Like yeah. if you're at the light, light, light on a particular mineral, it may cost more to, to, to make that ship and then have to pass it on to the consumer. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Even resources, if you're in a resource heavy area, access is easier versus other areas. And I'm sure maybe those same factors, you could say those same factors about repairing ships, you know, replacing upgrades, whatever the case may be. But it was just an interesting thought because I, I just, I, you know, as we've been wrapping this up and I've been thinking about, man, we got manufacturers in Goss and manufacturers here and here and here, you know, how does that play into gameplay? You know, what is the, yeah. other, you know, other than going to look at the museum, is there some other benefit? Like I said, maybe it's just the fact that if I put in an order for a ship, I get it faster. If I go directly to the uh -huh. manufacturer versus me waiting for delivery when I put in, you know, uh, an insurance claim, right? And I have to yeah. wait for it to be sent out to where I'm at. So. There's a lot of fun stuff that CIG could play with y'all. We just had a little fun with that. Okay. All right. Let's go ahead and transition here. Oh, no, I was going to ask you guys about the Zeus. You know, the Zeus has always been this like interesting lore piece, right? That people know about yeah. the Zeus. It's like, they think it's a cool looking ship. You know, one of the first liners that went into space. It looks and very similar to stuff that we even see today that our own NASA and, and, and space agencies have produced. Um, and, and people have often, every once in a while, shouted out, please make the Zeus, make the Zeus, you know. Mm -hmm. um, we need to see it. Yeah, you know, now they came out with the Zeus suit, right? You know, the space yeah. suit and whatnot. <laughs> um, I, I don't know, you think they'll ever, you, you think that the Zeus will show up in the verse? I'm not saying whether we'll own it, but do you think oh. it will show up in the verse? What do you think? I think it'll definitely show up in the verse. The question, I, my question is whether it, it, it'll be ownable, but yes, I definitely see it in, in the verse at some point in the future. You think it might be a statue like a crusader where it's just on a platform, or do you think it'll actually be flying around? 
I, I hope it'll be flying around. Like okay. I hope it'll be playable, playable on in the future. But uh, maybe the first iteration will be a statue, like you said, or something like that. But okay. yeah, we'll see. Maybe a museum ride, Calrati. Maybe it'll be a museum. Yeah, ride. I, I mean, I, I I could also envision you know like um, even having it as some kind of discoverable wreck and having some really mm. valuable loot items in there. You know, Ooh, so it'd be really be nice cool. to have maybe some tailored mission to to it, given that it's you know it had such. An important role in in human history. Yeah. So who knows? Maybe there could be two of them. It could be one in the museum, but there could be another one, and that one disappeared because well, that was I mean, the. I could, see the first I, I could see them selling. I could see them selling replicas because they do replicas of alien mm -hmm. ships. I don't see them doing. I I could see them doing replicas of, of human ships. Yeah. I was. That's true. That's I was true. just thinking about what you said though, Calrati. You know, people have been so barking about. Yeah, we can find that derelict. Uh, um, <laughs> what was that thing called? No, not the reclaimer. The derelict. Oh, the javelin. Uh, no, not the javelin. The derelict. Um, the bigger one. The. Oh, the bingo. Bingo. Yeah, we can okay, fix it up okay. and we can blah blah blah. Oh. What if you? What if you were able to find a four? Find a Zeus and actually be able to go out there if you find it and make one. I'll be showing off of that. I'll be like retrofitting that. Right. Ah, okay. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you, Helix. I'm. I'm. Listen. I've had a long week, bro. I'm. I'm so tired. You just. Don't, you just don't know. Okay. So. Okay. That was cool. I was just kind of curious as to what you guys thought about that lore, and uh, whether we'd see some of that lore be, you know, impacting it in some way in game. So I'm. I'm excited about that. Okay. Let's get into it. Let's get into it. Uh, one of the first things that we're going to talk about, and we're not going to play the. You guys have seen these commercials a million times. So we're not going to sit here and listen to them, but we will run them for you so you'll know what it is that we're talking about. And the first thing we're going to pick up with is start right at the low end of things, and that's going to be with the Ursa Rover. Um, <clears throat> what do you guys uh, think? Let me start with you, Cal Radio, on this one. The Ursa Rover, been around for a little bit now, right? Um, yeah. You know, we hear a lot of people talking about the, you know, the new Grey Cat car, you know, the, the Steve, the STV. <laughs> and then, you know, people are into the Tumbrils. And fast carts into wanting his ranger, but yeah, we don't hear very much oh, about yeah. the Ursa anymore. You know, we've 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 gotten the other vehicles now that um, Anvil has put out. You know, the two I forget what they call them, the combat ones. The you know I mean? Yeah, yeah. Three, yeah so what's happening with the Ursa? Is it is 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 it still something to aspire to and use, or is it just kind of the forgotten beast that's out there? I think eventually it will come back and have a, um, a good bit of use. Um, one thing that I really admire about the Ursa, especially when it comes to escaping prisons, is that it can protect you from the environment, the elements. Mm -hmm. And, you know, given that we know that there are different elements that are going to be experiencing on different moon planets, uh, being able to shield you from those outside elements is going to factor in a good bit, especially as exploration comes online, especially as things like persistence, and you're out there possibly not being near your ship all the time and you're far from an outpost and such. So I think the Ursa, while it may not be as dominant or prominent right now, given the other uh, vehicles like the Spartan and, and, and the, and the, and the Tombrel vehicles and, and the tanks, et cetera, um, I think it's going to have some, it's time to shine once again, later on, especially when it comes to combat as well. Um, not necessarily full on combat, but with regards to defense and infiltrating an area. It may not be as tough as, you know, a Ballista or a Centurion or a Spartan, but it can still get you from point A to point B yeah. um, while also allowing that cheap, affordable, even in-game um, advantage when going from point A to point B within the elements. So yeah. I think it, eventually we'll see some, some benefits from it. 
Okay. Do you remember if it's four seats or six seats in the back? It's been a little while since I've remembered. I think it's four, but I can look it up. So four and then six people total. FC, what do you think? Yeah. What do you think about the Ursa? Because you've been around for a little while since it's been here. By the way, guys, I do want to say this. You know, some of these things we've talked about in the past before, but some of these things we go back to and there are reasons why. It's not just because we're looking at great content, but it's also because the game is evolving. And what we may have thought about the Ursa two, three years ago, and what we think about it now, based upon the development of the game, can be changed. It can modify, right? We can feel very differently about it. Also, the way we've seen the way players have been using the different tools in the game. So, I, you know, one of my comments has to do with this before. I didn't mean to cut you off, Fast Card, but for example, I knew some people who were doing Theaters of War, and they said the Ursa was slaughtering in Theaters of War, which I was like, you got to be kidding me. They were like, people, no, people were using <laughs> the thing like crazy. So, like you said, Cal Roddy, maybe depending on what the application is, you know, now mind you, we didn't have the Centurion back then, but I heard this thing was mobile, it was fast, and it was it was firing in and blowing folks up. So, you know. Especially in player-run events, too. Yeah. You know, on day yeah. more, yeah. Yeah. FC, what about you think about the Ursa? Yeah, it, 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 compared to, well, it came out in 3.0. I was looking at the um the ship matrix, and it, it is four, and and people in the um chat say it's four and two, two in the back, like you said. But yeah, it came out in 3.0, so it's one of the earliest uh, ship vehicles. Mm -hmm. I think since then, um, CIG had had refined this the ship uh, the vehicle pipeline basically. Mm -hmm. So the, the the new ones coming out seem to be more. I don't want to say, well, close to the gold standard compared to what the Ursa is, because it, it, it is one of the first, one of the first uh, vehicles to come out. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I mean, as far as I, coming back in the style, like I said, um, they're having, uh, they, 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 they've had theater, um, not just theater of the war, but I mean, um, Jumptown and, um, mm -hmm. and Ninetales and stuff like that. So I, I could still see it having a year, but I, I'm not sure. It, people may decide to, to go with something newer over there but yeah 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 give me a with a bed with persistence coming online please just, <laughs> just give me one with a bed i'll drive everywhere yeah it's a it's an interesting vehicle there's a sister to this vehicle some of you all know this from back in the day uh there were two of these this was one vehicle that you were going to get when you bought a connie the other one was the lynx which was yep. another version of this and it was supposed to be a, uh, the impression was that it was maybe a more mm, refined version because it was going to go in the Phoenix, if I'm not uh -huh. mistaken. And then this yeah. would go into the Connie and the other ones. So uh, we never did see it. We did see some ideas of what the links could be, but we never saw it come into fruition. So I think, it's, I think it's still coming. Yeah. Like, they just haven't they they gotten, gotten it around to it yet. Yeah. So yeah. hopefully we'll see that come into fruition. But yeah, that's a, it's a, it's a nice little vehicle and practical and i think like you said cal Roddy, in time it will find its its way uh into popularity yeah. with the star citizen community okay um yeah i didn't even read the description for that but it's built by rsi for planet side exploration offers civilians military grade all-terrain capabilities and stands as a rugged standard in ground-based scouting mapping and discovery let me ask you this real quick though before we leave here do you guys remember what was exciting about this commercial at all well, three four that was coming out <laughs> right but there was something else though what about the three because you said it was back in 3-0 yeah. you don't remember the scenes these none of these scenes were in the game at that time that's oh, true that that's background true. there with that big yeah. hanging up in the space yeah. The, yeah. the fighting with the van duel that thing there with the fire 
there's a van duel back there all that stuff we remember we were like oh what is that what is that you know <laughs> so that was another thing that was actually very cool about that commercial all right let's go ahead and jump into another one here uh Calrati, would you read that for the auroras please go so you can go down each one of them okay yeah, sure. So the Aurora ES. The Aurora is the modern-day descendant of the Robert Space Industries X-7 spacecraft, which, which tested the very first jump engines. Utilitarian to a T, the Aurora Essential is the perfect choice for new ship owners, versatile enough to tackle a myriad of challenges, yet with a straightforward and intuitive design. Should I go to the MR? Yeah. The, the best one. In the, okay. So MR stands for master because it's master of Auroras. <laughs> the, so perhaps you're looking for something that offers carrying capacity, but has combat capabilities too. The Aurora Mark comes with a pair of bearing quality lasers and a high quality gun cooler system. That's perfect for you. Mm -hmm. Okay. So the CL, which isn't as awesome as the MR, customized for mercantile or mercantile, excuse my pronunciations, and trading uh, excursions, mm -hmm. the Aurora Clipper is the perfect vessel for aspiring entrepreneurs and seasoned traders alike. Thanks to its expanded cargo capacity, the Clipper ups the ante for personal merchant craft. Now moving on to the, X, to the LX. Be proud of your roots with the brand new Aurora Deluxe. Built for the discerning pilot, never forgets where he or she came from. The LX features patent leather and interior to guarantee comfort for those long stretches in the deep black. Last but certainly not least, I think this is going to be my second favorite Aurora. With a more robust shield generator and a pair of additional weapon hardpoints, the Legionnaire is, dedicated, is a dedicated combat fighter built to handle any obstacle the universe can throw at you. Okay, awesome. So, Auroras. You know, this is what I'm going to say. I, first of all, I know all these names except for the ES. Don't ask me <laughs> why I never knew that ES meant me essential. I did not me know either. that. I used to always like, what is ES? All the other ones I knew except for the ES. Uh, some of you. Yeah, I, I, huh? I, I, I forgot that the MR is now for Mark. Yeah. From Mark. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yep. I forgot about yep, that. Yep, yep, I, yep. I knew it at one time, but I mean, I, I've forgotten more things about Star Citizen. <laughs> I know. Trust me. I, I know how you feel. I have gone through I've, I, the ones I bought was the CL and the LX because I was into the idea of cargo and the LX. You guys know I'm a big luxury fan. So. Got to have that patent leather seat, mind you. There's nothing else about that ship that's luxury mm, except for the leather seat. Just, just, <laughs> okay. If you watch the commercial, you can put the leather seat in, in, any, in, 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 in any of them. So, you know, you, yeah. you can have to see all the leather seats. That commercial is eight years old, and them seats <laughs> don't come out, okay? So, it, it'd, be, it'd be nice. You know, I, re I re actually remember when uh, 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 Dumper's Depot used to have those seats up on the rack. You know, like as if you want to oh. buy a seat and replace it. You know, they've taken all that down now. That's for you old dinosaurs in here who remember <laughs> when Jumpers Depot used to have different parts of ships landing there, not components. Um, but yeah, there's wait, a wait, wait. Hmm? I have to address something here. Yeah. Opti said the Alex got them into snobs. Is that real? <laughs> <laughs> you have, the LX get you have to have an LX. You have to have an LX. Yes, absolutely. LX is oh my that God. is listen, the LX is designed for when you are a snob. That if you want to get around covertly amongst the common people, 
you get into that ship and you go and draw you don't draw attention to yourself that's the whole point why we have that. all right it is an it is the luxury edition thank you very much um so here it is interesting though aurora they this is there are five of these right Mo, i think the mm. anyone who comes closest is consolidated outland with four variants and, and but no, as, as far as the starters hmm? yeah well yeah they got the special ship yeah but i mean yeah the omega yeah we can't get that bad fellow no more um i forget <laughs> about that um but yeah they did have five but but i'm just saying readily available that can be purchased uh these ships are out there do people underestimate these fast cart i mean these auroras i know that we, we call we all we lovingly call it the cockroach right but you know right it, it, do people underestimate the auroras you never heard that guy right we call no. it the cockroach yeah the cockroach you got him clocking his phone no um back in the day um when we had fewer ships um, and the content creators were, were trying to figure out the thing to do especially that between that long stretch between the 2.7 and and 3.0 mm -hmm. um people were, were you know trying to make content i remember watching um sergeant gamble mm -hmm. and he would have bowling with um on his ships yeah that and was like, no that wait, was, wait that i'm, was, I'm, I'm, was... I'm gonna <laughs> i know i know but the thing is it, it, it was a while ago, but you know, it, 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 without without armor and stuff like that, the world was a tough little ship, okay. and it, it, it would survive things that the, that the bigger ships wouldn't survive. I don't know if that, that probably still not the case, yeah. but I'm pretty sure. But when armor come coming online. Hey, maybe it was just a similar circumstance. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that was it. That, that was one of the things that the world is pretty tough to, to, to by the size and price. I thought you were going to tease Cal Roddy because Cal Roddy didn't know when Sergeant Gamble would use the Aurora as bowling pins. So that's why I was yeah, like, I don't, don't think tell, I don't tell him that. Don't tell him that. You'll break his heart, you know? Yeah, he would stack okay. them. It's okay. It's okay. He would stack them. Yeah, he would stack them and, yeah, use the bowling ball and crash. Them. But, uh, yeah, that's mm -hmm. back in the day, too. Um, oh, okay, yes, yeah, so, no, you're right, Fast Car. I mean, there was a time when, and not to be funny, but it's also all we had. We didn't have very many ships out there, mm. and a lot of people right. came into gameplay by buying their starter packages with the Aurora. Now, now there are a lot of people who may not even think about buying it as a starter package, or even if they do, that's all they buy it for, just to get into the starter uh -huh. package thing, right? Cal Roddy, what about you? What do you think? Do people underestimate these ships? I think so. I think so. Um, you know, one of the reasons why I'm glad um, that I learned to fly in the Aurora is because it gave me a lot of limitations mm -hmm. and it helped me to understand the capabilities of, you know, more performing ships. I learned to race in the Aurora um, back when we, you know, we only had a Reader oh, Commander, yeah. we didn't have 2.0. Um, so I did all that, you know, all the, all the three race courses. Wow. Um, and when we had Crux Cup as well. Um, I even, you know, PVE and PVP still in the Aurora mm -hmm. and it's a really fun ship, you know, um, and, uh, just flying, it helps you to understand, um, you know, the limitations or kind of like when you, when you fly it, when you fly a much more capable ship, it, um, your, your performance just goes, it's just night and day because you mm -hmm. kind of understand the limitation that a ship like this can have, but also the capabilities of what that ship. Right. And subsequent ships and more performing ships can actually do so. Mm -hmm. I think in some cases, persons do under underestimate the Aurora in terms of many different aspects that it can satisfy. Yeah, I mean, it does force you. It does force you. If there's a ship that's going to force you to build skill in doing anything, yeah. this is the one. 
it, it yeah, definitely, definitely. <laughs> it, 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 it can do some things but it forces you to learn how to operate you know in a certain way with this ship yeah it's a good ship to to learn because you don't want to use that more, more expensive ship that may, may take longer to to get to reclaim from insurance yeah that is true that is true yeah yeah Okay, okay, okay. Can I ask how are you a quick question? So, which yeah. skins and paint job is your favorite? Uh, right. Uh, um. So, currently, I have the I think it's the Invictus um uh, skin, and I actually always use that. Before, I had the green yellow one. Um. And yeah, that for some reason it almost got it. It always you know kind of attracted me. Um. So it was just those two that I mainly had. So currently, I'm using the Invictus one. Because when the CIG first, first started selling scans, the world was like, you know, one of the first ones that they, that they had. Yeah. You know, they, they didn't have that many ships out back then. Yeah. So, yeah. 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 I will say Just this about, I will say this about the Aurora. When they did the rework on it, the, re, the, the Aurora has one of the best fields of views for your control Ooh. panels. Yeah. Than any other ship. It is one it's of amazing. the few ships that you don't have to hold F down and move around to see all the MFDs. They are all right at a at the right level, but also in a position that allows you to have a great field of view around you. Now, you guys may think I'm kidding. If you've never been in Aurora, if you haven't monkeyed around with it, I'm telling you, best field of view for accessing all of your panels. You can set them up the way you want, see stuff, and don't have to be trying to hold F and move left and right to see <laughs> if I'm telling you. It is, exactly. I actually, every time I get in it, I remember that. I get, I said, man, I wish other ships' layouts were like this, where you could just see everything right in front of uh -huh. your eyes instead of Definitely. having to hold up and look up and look down and all that stuff. <laughs> so just, just want to let you guys know that, okay? All right. Um, ship of choice here, Fast Cart. Out of those Auroras, which one's your ship of choice? Uh, it's a tie between the LX and LN. If I could combine those two, mm -hmm. take the seat out of the LN, put it in the LX, I'll be going. Okay, okay, all right. Uh, Calrati? Your ship of MR for me. MR? I've had a uh, I've had a bittersweet um, relationship with this uh, ship. I've had a bug. I think it was in two point one. It was so account specific, and of course, we didn't have character reset at the time. Mm -hmm. Every single time I lifted off from an Aurora, about five seconds in, it was only the MR. It would stop functioning. Mm -hmm. I had to wait mm -hmm. for a new patch and everything to be wiped. <laughs> Even if I were to actually, character I don't reset think and everything it wouldn't work. Yeah. Wow. Nope. Whatsoever. And yeah, so, and I don't know if I tried melting it and rebuying it. Well, no, I didn't because that, that had the package with it. So I didn't try doing that. Uh, but yeah, so, but definitely wow. the, the MR for me. Okay. All right. Well, like I said, LX, that's, that's the one I like. That's very cool. And a lot of times you guys get these in your hangar, like you have an MR in there replacing something. whatnot. take it out for a fly. Even if you're going to meet somebody or something, you, you might be amazed at how much you like get jumping that little ship, getting where you got to go, getting out. And, you know, if you got to leave it behind to rendezvous with somebody, you don't feel like you lost, you know, right. <laughs> yeah. that, you know? so it's something to consider. Okay? <laughs> you lost a lot. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. FC, if you wouldn't mind reading about the, uh, the Mantis, the RSI Mantis. Sure. The Mantis, top ship dead in the track with the RSI Premier Quantum Enforcer ship. The Mantis features a tailor-made quantum enforcing device from um, Ritech, capable of ripping ships out of quant QT with its quantum snare and preventing hasty escape with its quantum dampener. Now, there was a lot of excitement about this ship when it came out, FC. You know, people were, mm. yeah, I'm going to be pulling people out of quantum and stealing their stuff and blah, 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 blah. blah. <laughs> 
you don't see this sucker flying around no time hardly at all okay so what is going on with this ship that you think what will make it we know what it's supposed to be able to do and it's not that people haven't used it for that before uh but my question would be what's going to make this ship something well, let me okay let me, before i'll ask kyle roddy that question who is this ship for fast cart who will want this particular ship who's going to want to buy this Bounty hunters, pirates. I can, I can see. I, I mean, I, I, I know you, you want to ask Karate, but my thing, my thing is, my thought is, when the ship, when the game launches, um, like, there'll be trade lanes, and people will be take, using these trade lanes to to pirate sh um, ships for their cargo. Mm -hmm. that, 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 that's my thought. Uh, obviously, you're not gonna do a solo. You'll be doing it w w with a Kuro or just like that. Okay. So I think this is for pirate bounty hunters. N near do well, if you will. Okay, okay, okay. Calrody, question I'm gonna ask you is, what will make this ship practical? Now, let me let me think, let, let me explain mm -hmm. what I mean. In Eve, we would do things where people would camp and drop what they call a bubble, so right. that when you would come through, you get caught in that bubble and it would pull you out of your speed thing. Now, that's a very localized area right? Because the gate is yeah. only so big and you can do a couple of those bubbles and, you know, and have it covered. This, I don't know what the radius is. I don't remember. Maybe somebody in chat remembers what the, because they've changed things so much. So I don't remember what the radius is on the burst on this, if it's 10 kilometer, 5 kilometer, 3 kilometer, whatever. But one ship in 3D space is infinitesimal. So yeah. what becomes the way for this ship is to take several of these ships to burst? I mean, even though fast cars missing trade lanes, you could still be two kilometers too high and miss it. So how will people be able to use these ships in a way that makes sense in the game? Yeah, uh, you know, recently we heard of um, master modes, you know, and um, um, from what I recall, one of the developers, um, it wasn't actually mentioned in the video, the but it was explained that um, they could possibly use and apply the what we, um, what we know of the Mantis, which is the quantum snare, but it will QED to prevent someone from going into um, the quantum mode or the quantum control mode. Yeah. Right. Um, and that can actually, you know, allow or force persons to either think extra twice before going into a combat situation, be it PvP or PvE. Because let's say you actually decide, okay, let me go into this um, scenario thinking that even for a PvE mission or PvE scenario, let me take these guys out. But they bring in their um, their reinforcements, and it has a couple um, mantises. You can't flee mm -hmm. if you are stuck at the SCM mode, whatever max SCM mode that you actually apply. So usually, mm -hmm. I think the max distance is about 30 to 40 kilometers, mm -hmm. but you can't really escape a mantis um, you know, in cruise mode if you can't switch to or switch from SCM. Mm -hmm. So... Who knows? Maybe the most you're going at is 500 meters per second for the very most. So you're 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 going to have to really carefully decide if you're going to go into into situations a lot more, not just because of the Amazonas, but because of what this mantis can actually offer players who are using it. Yeah. Right. So that's what I'm thinking. Yeah. You know, Threkazog says, <clears throat> excuse me, says that heat signatures and trade lanes. Once we start getting that in, that will be helpful too in the use of these. You guys know that in the, when they first put this out in the game, you could just use it anytime you wanted to. Then later yeah. CIG went in and put in jurisdictional rules. If you fired it within where there's an antenna, you can get a fine. I don't know if that's still in the place, but I remember that was the issue 
it minimized people just firing off all the time unless they were willing to you know take the the, the crime stat in order to do that um I, my thing about this ship is that, that this is this can bite you also in the butt right because mm. you could pull the wrong person out of quantum <laughs> you know what i mean I mean, oh, yeah. a lot of times we see like the commercial, oh, he's going to pull the caterpillar out and you're going to come rob it, right? And you mind you, we all know this, you got to have a bunch of people with you because even if you're the person who stops the ship, there got to be other people that do the declaration or piracy or whatever the case may be, the bounty hunting. Yeah. But what happens when you decide to put that sucker on and you're in your mantis and you've got like your two or three fighters, but you happen to yank a freaking hammerhead out? one <laughs> i was thinking uh, that would, that, would, that would be the, you the worst matchup for hammerhead yeah so my Ooh, question becomes bad. is there going to be some way to detect what it is you're pulling out of quantum that you can literally i don't know what it may be right when somebody's in quantum and they're headed towards you but maybe there's something that if you're doing some type of active weird scan long range scan you get like about a three second five second burst of something that's coming towards you it helps you determine whether you want to ignite that boost or not. I'm just curious because I'm just like, are you just randomly throwing that bubble up? You know, I, I, I thought, I don't know. I thought <laughs> I'm just mess around and find out. Yeah, my thought is, you have if, if you're if you're in a trade lane or something like that, you you would um have a buddy or a teammate on a planet watching watching people take off and, and going to certain and, and going to certain and going a certain direction and then notifying via con and some people hey, have done that. coming 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 away some people have done that some people have hung out at om sites too because they know yeah. that people come into an om area and, and you just now mind you the problem with that is you can come in from any angle too you know what i mean if they know like for example they know you're coming from hurston directly to our corp you are going to come in on a certain approach you know like, like I, I could, I could imagine like people coming from Microtech would, would be a, a good target because you know that that, that has a, a, a lot of people are picking up buying components and stuff like that. But yeah, yeah, if they happen to catch a trade ship, yeah, hopefully you don't catch Definitely. an empty coming back. But yeah, I, I get it. Yeah, okay. Well, that's that the bad. that's the Mantis gang. That's the Mantis. Okay, very cool, very cool. Uh, let's move on to the next one. I'll read this one. This is the Scorpius, uh, from RSI's expert research and development teams in Killian and the same engineers that brought you some of the galaxy's most vaunted war machines comes the next evolution in heavy combat, interception, and defense, the RSI Scorpius. With an adaptable bi-wing configuration and revolutionary rail-mounted remote turret, the Scorpius offers unprecedented fire coverage, allowing for both defensive and assault-minded applications. FC, I'm gonna go to see you on this one. This ship caused a lot of stir uh when folks saw it when they saw it talk about that a little bit what uh what are your feelings about this ship first i just want to say this is what the aurora should have been because this, <laughs> this 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 looks like a, an upgraded aurora for, for first of all well but you know yeah, what can i say something real quick before you say that some of you saw yeah. i think we even showed it remember someone did do a diagram of the aurora with a variation on the wing configuration right. after this yeah. came out and a lot yeah. of people thought it was a very cool adapting for an upgrade to the ship so i cig i hope you guys do take a look at that because that was innovative it looked and it made sense it wasn't yeah. just that it was yeah. a cool factor it made sense about the ship because uh -huh. the aerodynamics of the cockroach 
that the, that wing configuration looks better <laughs> than the other one. All right, unless you're a flying Sorry, cockroach, God. right? If you're a flying cockroach, right? Okay, go ahead, fast cart. Let's talk about this one. No, I was going to say, so basically it looks like a ship from a certain franchise, mm -hmm. and, that, and that drove the community. I don't want to say bonkers or mad, but it... it, it it gave him high, gave him a lot of excitement, and people said, "Oh, that's my ship. I'm gonna buy it because it looks just like the other ship." And so, yeah, I mean, and I think CIG made a great, a great decision in, in concepting and, and making that making that ship. But interestingly enough, Raskart, you talked about this not just that <coughs> franchise. There's another franchise that the ship is much closer to, in its design. Babylon Five. Yeah. Right. I mean, talk about Babylon it. Yeah. Five, yeah, yeah, yeah. Talk yeah. about it. Because a lot of people don't know oh. that if they never watched the series. I, okay, so Babylon Five had this ship called the Star, the, the, the Starfire. Um, it's it's similar to the Scorpius in that it has the um the, the wings. Except on except on the except on the on the, on the Starfire, they have these thrusters and stuff on the outside of the as opposed to the weapon being on the on the, on the cockpit part of the ship. Mm -hmm. So yeah, they're, they're, I mean, and, and throughout sci-fi history, there has been four wing ships exactly. Around, coming exactly. and going. Exactly. Uh, but those are those are the ones that are most popular. Yeah, it's just it's it's a it's a configuration that we've seen on a lot of different ships. If you follow any type of science fiction stuff, uh, but obviously we know that the the Star Wars franchise is the one that resonates probably the most in popularity. Oh, but yeah, you, but yeah. you do see the influences from multiple places with this ship because definitely the turret is an influence. The the swept wing, the configuration is an influence. Uh, very cool ship, Kyle Roddy. What do you think about the Scorpius? Yeah, so I remember at first when we when we heard of the amount of guns that was on the ship, you know, a lot of persons, um, including myself, were concerned, okay, is CIG really going to release a ship that, that, that they'll have to massively nerf as soon as it's released? Because we were thinking, okay, feature um, four size twos, um, which of course were, which were gimbal, so you could outfit it with four size threes fixed on the wings, and of course, four size threes on the turrets. But in the end, I haven't heard um, at least... Um, maybe there was still some contention, of course, because game balancing has to occur. But I haven't heard as much um, meta talk with regards to the to the Scorpius. I could be, you know, not really looking as much, but I think they did a, um, a relatively well job with regards to balancing it. Um, I have flown it um, with a couple of companions of mine. In terms of maneuverability, I think it performs rather well, or rather not too, too well that you would, you know, always go to the Scorpius. Um, but I think it actually fits well in terms of the balancing of course there's always room for extra balancing mm -hmm. um but yeah the only um the only design um uh thing that i'm i'm actually concerned or not concerned but i'm thinking of is the use for the retractable turret because currently because of how um six degree of freedom um space is uh you know you don't necessarily need that whole really use that retractable section as much of course, if you were in atmosphere and you were fleeing or so, mm -hmm. you can definitely see the use for something like that, where, you know, um, the, the remote pilot can actually go and retract the turret to the rear uh, so that when you're fleeing, you, that can, you know, be used more. So there are certain aspects that, um, like such as that, um, in, 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 in other ships too, that I think would, um, it's not being used at the moment, but I think it's, it's currently just sleeping until we get more um, gameplay privileges to make use of it. So I like it. I don't fly it as often, but I think eventually um, I'll, I'll buy it in game. Yeah, yeah. Do you guys think this ship shines as a single person fighter or when you've got two people in the ship? Or does it, uh, does it make a difference to you? I'll say real quick, I've 
PvP with someone um, uh, who didn't have a turret, and I was in a Reliant, and things didn't go so well for them. I mean, uh, it yeah. could have been, you know, just because of skill, um, because, I mean, all these things um, depend on skill. Mm -hmm. um, but I would say that it definitely shines brightest with regards to having someone else in the turret. I mean, someone like Avenger 1, he can most likely dominate anyone uh, if he's flying by himself, right? But I think, once again, um, it it shines best with the gods to when it comes to having someone else in the gym. Can I say two things? Uh, sure. One thing about the um, yeah, I'm I'm surprised that they having you haven't heard anything about about being nerfed because yeah, that that was, that was another uh, controversy uh, about the concept or uh, the release of the ship. And yeah, I'm surprised that this one has a nerf. Whereas uh, typically that, that that what you hear. Well, if you remember, uh, but, you remember, remember Car CIG said they told us they wouldn't nerf it. They actually oh, yeah. did. Remember, right. remember the community mentioned it, and they said we're we're going to leave it alone for yeah, now. Like, for now. Not gonna nerf we're going to leave it yeah, alone for, for now. now. <laughs> yeah, for now. Yeah. Um, something else. Um, Samuel said that Babylon Five is a great story, but honestly, you want CIG to make an original iconic uh, ship without influence from other children movies I, I i wanted to address that because it's so hard to do because mm -hmm. there's like 50 60 years plus years of sci-fi history yeah. that you um i mean you can't make something without it looking something that, that looking like something that that's come before as time goes by it, it gets increasingly harder to do yeah there's, there's it's difficult because of the subconscious too right because even if i sat down and said i'm going to make something that nobody's ever seen before my subconscious is trying to push stuff into my head. You know what I mean? Yeah. Some freaking yeah. B movie I saw from 1952, you know, <laughs> that nobody's seen. And that thing, and that image just, I'm not thinking about it, but it's, you know, it's like, oh, that would be cool. You know, and then, then I realized, man, this was in, you know, it came from outer space. You know what I mean? So it's, you know, it's, <laughs> Especially it as an difficult. artist. Yeah, it is difficult. It's I mean, joy inspiration for me. Yeah. So, I mean, to make it, don't get me wrong. I think it's an interesting prospect of what you're suggesting to make a concerted effort, a real yeah. concerted effort to say, can we create something? Now I'll tell you something that was weird to me, even though I hate to mention it, Cal Roddy, that first concept drawing of that Banu Merchantman, I couldn't tell what was the front <laughs> or the back on that thing. That was a weird looking ship, man. I was like, I had, what I, direction is this ooh, thing not going? Even, not even some mother's gonna I'm like I'm talking it. about that spiky one. You know what I'm talking <laughs> yeah, about? Yeah, yeah, That was yeah, a yeah, weird yeah. freaking thing. But to Fast Cart's point, We've seen other shows now where that spiky looking weird thing, mm. that urchin looking thing is in yeah. other ships, you know? So it's, it's, it, it is definitely a difficult, a difficult thing to do. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I could tell, but maybe, maybe it's just because I, I, I don't know. I, I, I could tell which one, which one you're fun, which one you're bad, but yeah, yeah. I, I, I can see how we, other people would be confused. Yeah. Well, the Scorpius for me, I think it's a, a great ship. Uh, I think I've, I hate to say this, I own one and I've never flown it. I, I took it out. I took it out to yeah. look at it because I said I wanted to go out with somebody and I just haven't taken it out yeah. to go out with somebody and do it. So maybe the next time one of the uh, events comes up, that'll be a great time to take it out and, and break it in. Uh, but yeah, it's I, commercial. I, like, I, I have to like Xeno Thread or something. That's what I was going to say for like Xeno, but I hate to say it, Fast yeah. Car. I bought it strictly for the nostalgia. I really do. Yeah, I did. No, I, I did. I bought it because of the nostalgia and I just thought it was it was definitely a cool ship. So I think it's very Yeah, nice. I, I didn't get one for the nostalgia. If I do get one, it'll probably be in game, not using real money. Fair enough, fair enough. 
Okay, let's move on to the next one. Uh, Calrati, I'm going to drop this one on you, the uh, RSI Apollo. All right, the RSI Apollo triage. The legendary Apollo chassis from Rapid Space Industries is the gold standard in medevac and rapid emergency response, having provided critical aid to the known universe for well over two centuries. Now for the medevac. Along with the superior armor and dual missile racks, the 2948 Apollo Medivac model pays homage, pays homage to the classic 2910 film, Astromedics, Back from the Brink. I like to see that. With livery that accurately recreates the, he the headlining Kithara. Kithara? <laughs> Not sure how to, how to pronounce that one, but yeah. Yeah, Kathara. Yeah, that's about as close as I think we're going to get on that one. Okay. Um, listen, this was another ship that caught a lot of people's attention, particularly people who wanted to get into the whole medicine thing, right? The whole medical yeah. career. Uh, we had the Cuddy Red around for a long time. Uh, but then this became the next one. I know we've talked about the Endeavor before for its hospital, but this was kind of like the ship that was much more for the serious person that really wants to get into medical. Um, it's got an interesting layout on it. Uh, it has six beds in it, uh, three of which can be removed. Uh, I think they're all tier one beds or something like that. And then you can upgrade to a tier three or tier two. I think you have to lose a couple of them in order to get the bed that restores people completely. Uh, yeah. It also has on the screen right now, you're seeing that there is a levitating kind of table uh, that comes out of the bottom of the ship that you, that lowers down, I guess, via tractor beam or something like that, put a wounded person on there, and then it comes back up via tractor beam or some magnetic field uh, for people to have access. And as you said, Cal Roddy, there are two models of these, the red and the white, the red being the uh, triage and the white being the medevac versions of these. I'll go with you first, Cal Roddy, on the Apollo. Any thoughts on them? Do you own one? Have you... I won't say have you flown one because that'd be terrible to say. <laughs> uh, but yeah, give me your thoughts on it. Yeah, so I do believe I got the red colored one when it first came out, but it's no longer my hangar right now. That was replaced by something, by something else. Like which I can't remember. That was just, that was when I was um you know just buying ships and just. But anyway, um, it was you know it was a really nice idea, and you know there are certain aspects. Um, you know that there's a lot of persons in the community that really want the ship to come on board. And I think, you know, even looking back in the recent CitizenCon, there are some aspects that they're working toward to actually make this such a thing possible. For, for example, we saw the, um, I think it was the, the cryopod, the hovering cryopod. Mm -hmm. And we, we were seeing footage where the person was, you know, car carrying it or pushing it. Mm -hmm. And of course, this is gonna, possibly going to be something that's related to the med beds and being able to carry the patients from point A to point B, mm -hmm. um, you know, use a tractor beam, to lift them up or drop those that, that med bed down. Mm -hmm. So as a result, I feel like, you know, one of the reasons outside of priority, of course, in releasing these ships, um, is to just get certain design aspects ready. Mm -hmm. Um, certain, you know, um, you know, assets like, you know, the hover beds and such ready, uh, to actually make this shine. Um, I think if I recall, they had put it back onto the roadmap, then they took it out and mm -hmm. it's back in, yeah. in the progress tracker. I can't quite remember, yeah. but hopefully, you know, if it is there, that it stays there. And we can finally get it. I think it's next year's schedule for someone can correct me on that. Mm -hmm. Um, that so that we can finally see, you know, how, you know, how it can be used. Okay. FC. 
Yes, I have not flown it, but I expect to get plenty of use out of them when 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 the game launches. <laughs> I expect to uh, I'll be uh, consistently using uh, someone's services with these chips. And I just want to say, I'm excited for people who have these chips because people who who want to do medical gameplay, um, they they love these chips and stuff like that. So I'm excited people for people who who have them and want, and want to do that stuff. Yeah. You know, you're talking about influences on ships. And for this, there's an influence here for me. We know this is under the RSI label. Um, we know what the Connie's look like. And I, and I hate to say this is a weird thing, but I just noticed it. Um, the Connie to me is the Enterprise D. I'm sorry, the Enterprise uh, A. And then this is like the equivalent of like the Enterprise D. You know how mm. on the Enterprise D, they squatted the engines in tighter and brought right. them forward? and the body became yeah. much bigger. It's like they did the same thing with this versus the Connie. You know, the Connie yeah. has that much li bigger length. And then when they got to this, they kind of squished it in this way and they made that, <laughs> the head of it is bigger, just like how the Enterprise D is, but then the yeah. engines in the back, see how that look is right there? That just yeah. kind of reminds me. And that might've been just a subconscious influence or maybe it's just me subconsciously seeing it, but it's an interesting ship. Uh, Pascal, yeah. Griffin, mm -hmm. as far as far as I go, I got one thing to say to you. Mm -hmm. No, brother, A, B, C, or D. Scotty's line from um, the TNG yes, episode. Yes, I remember. Thank you. You're showing your age, no, Pascal. Nobody might not know. But These guys won't know anything guys. about that. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, interesting ship. Um, like you said, it's a step up from the Cutlass Red, which is two beds. Now we're moving up to six beds, right? I think it has yeah. a crew complement of four, three or four is something like that is the complement. Um, you know, I, we've got people right now in the game like Segelian, right? Everybody knows Segelian is into his fueling company, you know, providing fueling services. And he's been living on his Starfare. I mean, he literally loads up on his Starfare and stays in the verse and stays on his Starfare. And mm -hmm. I, my question is, do you think people will be doing this with medical? Do you think there'll be people who will just hang out in their medical ships. I've been doing it with the Cuddy Red. I, I've been basing myself in, I hate to say it because I don't want to let Colossal know, but I'll stay at Hurston. <laughs> and I put myself at Hurston because Hurston is centrally located to access all the planets. And I'm there with my Cuddy Red, with red with a red uniform, red armor. I've got the Cuddy Red loaded up with all the med guns and all the stuff on it. And when somebody asks for a rescue beacon, I go and respond from there and, 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 and do it from Hurston. Do you think people will and, and, do that? Hmm? I, I, I actually to store the answer I was going to give. I say yes, but when the Endeavor comes in. So yeah, yeah. I think people will be definitely staying, staying, staying on, on the Endeavor. I don't know, maybe the Apollo too. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, I could probably see some people doing the Apollo, but see, definitely the Endeavor. Yeah, is endeavor. Different. The Endeavor, listen. The, the hospital, the hope, the hope. No, no, the no, class, listen, yeah. listen, listen. The Hope class hospital has five floors to it, okay? <laughs> it's a whole nother, there ain't no mobile response thing. You know what I mean? You're out there maybe because it, your it, organs it out there. very slow. Yeah, it's very slow. Yeah, but that's a whole nother Yeah, thank you, I'm chief. It's a space station. That's a whole nother level. <laughs> but I get what you're saying. Don't get me wrong. I get what you're saying. But I guess I was just kind of curious as to you know, rapid response is what we kind of look at the cut you read as being. And again, uh -huh. they, they mentioned the difference between these being triage and medevac, which is interesting that they distinguish them as being different because triage 
is what happens immediately after an accident is when you're assessed uh, and it's determined like how bad your injuries are. What level of, you know, are you hurt bad enough that, you know, you can wait or you're hurt so bad that we've got to deal with you now. Medevac is the one that's usually, is that medicine is evacuation. You're called in to get people out of a hot zone and get them because they've been injured badly. They can no longer function. They've, they've got a broken leg or they've been knocked out unconscious. So it's a little bit different response. And I'm again, did CIG give them these labels because they were cool medical terms or did they give them to them because evidently gameplay's involved? Now we do know the medevac version, you read this, Calrati, has greater armament and weapons, right? That's yeah. the trade-off on it. It's also slower because of that. It doesn't have yeah. the speed that the triage version has where it moves in and out a little bit faster. Um, but it seems that the layouts on them are very similar internally. You know, internally yeah, it seems uh, like the layouts are and close. No, um, just to touch quickly on something that, that Zombie had said, where I think he he really likes getting into the whole medical and, 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 and support role, that, that term support. We see it a lot um, on, um, and you know, your regular MMOs, I would say MMORPG, even though it isn't an RPG, but you would see, you know, these classes be sometimes sidelined, even though mm. they're very, very important to um, a group, or in this case, a fleet or service. And it's, you know, the fact that CIG actually released ships like these can really mean that they're continuing to actually, um, you know, bring these support roles to the front, right? To actually show, hey, you can actually have a career or profession like this. Mm. And, you know, personally, I've never been someone who's been much of a healer um, in, in MMOs, but, you know, seeing when I first saw this ship, um, I realized, hey, they're really serious about, you know, um, giving persons who really like doing these kinds of supports, their own kind of identity. And it, I'm really, really excited to see these kinds of things in action um, uh, later on in the game. Mm. Okay. All right. Good. I just, before we move on, I just yeah. have one last thing to say. Where does it hurt? That's a Starcraft thing. People can remember that. Hmm. So the constellation. Yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> All right, uh, let's do the constellation here. Uh, constellation Taurus, enjoy the adventure of a multi-crew constellation on a budget. The constellation Taurus is dedicated freighter, fully configurable, but without all the bells and whistles. The Taurus is great, is a great way to get started with a crewed ship. Then there's the Andromeda. Constellation Andromeda, multi-person freighter, is the most popular ship in RSI's current production array. Constellations are beloved by smugglers and merchants alike because they are modular, high-powered, and just downright iconic-looking. The Aquila, explore any distant horizons. The Constellation Aquila, or Aquila, however you want to pronounce it, features yeah, right. a redesigned <laughs> cockpit for maximum visibility advanced sensors, and an onboard Ursa rover for planetary exploration. Let's see what's out there. And last but not least, the Phoenix, a dedicated luxury spacecraft for the discerning star captain. The Constellation Phoenix can be operated as an organization command ship and features a luxurious redesigned interior. The Phoenix comes with a Lynx rover and the Kruger P-72 Archimedes fighter. Let's also mention the fact that both the Andromeda and the Aquila come with the P-52 uh, Merlin yes. made by Kruger as well. The Taurus is the only one that does not come with the Parasite Snub fighter. FC, your thoughts about the Connie series? Yeah, the Phoenix, man. That, 
one of my uh, first love when it came to Star Citizen. I love the interior of the Phoenix, the, the, the wood panel and, and, and the and, and the interior. That one speaks more to me of luxury, more so than the, the like a 600 or the uh, or the other origin ship. It, it's, I know it's a matter of preference, but like I, I, I said it before, the origin ship seemed too clean, too pristine. But the Phoenix, yes, that uh, except for the, the, the front half of the Phoenix, that, that seemed more, you know, Utilitarian, you know, I, I guess it, it, it would, you might say, but mm -hmm. I love the, 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 the back of, of the Phoenix. And like I said before, the Taurus was my first constellation, my, my, my physical package. So, uh, you know, so I, 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 I've been waiting for that to come out uh, for a long time. It came out, but I was like, uh, I, 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 by that time I had the MSR and, 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 and some other ships. So that's why I, I, I graded it to, to a different ship. Okay. Let me ask you a question, because there were, you know, other than the economics dynamic of it, was there a particular reason why you went with the Taurus? Economics, <laughs> yeah, it was, it, was, it, was, it was the cheapest silver package uh, uh, available okay. when I backed. Okay. So it was economic. Okay. okay. And and I, and and at the time, I thought I knew I was going to get into cargo transport. Uh, uh. I knew I was going to be. Um, industry rather than combat so gotcha. that's why i went with the um the, the, the tourist instead of like a, a hornet or, or something else gotcha gotcha okay uh cal Roddy, he talked a little bit about the taurus and the phoenix you got any thoughts on the andromeda or the aquila yeah so the andromeda commercial was one of the you know first ones that, I, that really you know blew me away and pulled me into the game uh or kind of not really pulled, but resonated that feeling that I really wanted to, you know, go into something like this. And when I tried the Andromeda, one of the things that I really liked about it was that one day we'll have that, you know, ship-to-ship um, -ship docking, and then lo and behold, eventually we got it. And I used that feature time and time again. And just, uh, you know, a matter of the usability of, of the Andromeda space to house a rover or any, you know, particularly class vehicle of that size, um, it's firepower, it's, you know, it's weaponry, it's defense. I really like the balance of it. I really like, you know, how it, how it um, operates. And just to, you know, really go back to the Taurus, I think if they, um, I don't remember if uh, the reason why they, they didn't put um, a dockable snub fighter in the back was due to size constraint or just, uh, um, just for balancing purposes, but I can definitely say if they had put um, a dockable snub at the back of that Taurus, uh, it would be Taurus for me um, all the way because cargo, great cargo, a snub fighter, um, you know, you have the beds there, um, everything that would have just satisfied me. And I, I think just to give, you know, satisfaction and balance to other ships, I think maybe apart from the design constraints, like the size constraints, that's part of the reason why they didn't put the, the snub fighter there. It's kind of sucked, but yeah 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 so but the constellation series in total are are ships that i've i've always respected even though the Taurus was definitely the first constellation ship that i got that i got to look around in my hangar yeah may, 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 may i ask something real quick sure. uh, I, I forgot to say it i i i own the aquila myself for like uh, several years that was going to be my primary um exploration ship because not only does it come with a ship Come with a snow fighter. Come to the a robot so, so that when you land, you, you can drive around and, and, and see stuff. Like it, 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 it was a nice uh, it, uh, package. Is the wrong wrong thing to say, but um, it was a nice ship 
that covered a, a, a lot a lot of ground and 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 uh, for 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 price but then they had to go and, and increase price of the of the um of the kilo from 275 to 310 so it, it became less economical basically you're getting a 50 dollar extra lower included in in, in in that price agreed and it has a scanner too so i guess eventually you know that scanning function is definitely going to play um, especially for the explorers out there that's one of the things that I've been looking for because this commercial that we're seeing right now, the first time we saw this, the Aquila, it had the scanning station. And, you got, and those of you all who've never been in Aquila there, uh, the upper turret area is, is, they've changed it, they modified it now, but that's a huge scanning package up there. But there was also uh, in the cockpit area there, there's a whole area over there for science and scanning. And so I've been really curious to see how CIG is going to do that. Because when you go inside the Connie's now, the front area, you just see the component areas and that's it. But I am curious yeah. to see how they're going to build all that out later on so that you, it actually becomes uh, viable in the sense of, and there we go there with the animation. We start seeing some stuff in relation to exploration getting put in on that ship. Um, the other thing is that the Andromeda out of this, out of this group is actually labeled as a gunship. And I honestly have seen people take the Andromeda and put, uh, what are those things called? Uh, Rattlers? No, I, I don't want to say the word retribution is not the word. What's the word? Attritions. I've seen oh. people put attritions on this thing. Yeah. Dude. It shreds. It, <laughs> it, it shreds. It shreds. Oh my God. It's like, don't underestimate it. Now, I don't know how this thing oh, performs no. now. Okay. And I know. A lot of people don't like the Connie's because of the way they handle. Uh, the way they handle exactly. Yeah, that's one of the reasons why I upgraded. Yeah, in relation to combat. But as far as flying them, I love flying them. Uh, I always just think it was kind of crazy that they had the the turbines on the sides, you know, for VTOL. Yes. Uh, still uh -huh. a little feel funny about that. But I will say they do look cool. Uh, when yeah. you're lit up at yeah. night, they do look cool. So uh, in atmosphere, it makes sense. Uh, it's an interesting ship. It's been around a good, good length of time. It is armed to the teeth. Tons of missiles on it. Um, it, it can be, it could be a formidable ship in the hands of the right person. Um, the Phoenix, as we know, had a major reworking done on it before it was, let's say, on the gaudy side of things when it was first <laughs> made, and uh, they definitely made it better. But the layout for me needs to be a little bit better. The Taurus, because of the fact, like you said, fast cart, we waited a long time for the Taurus its design was was laid out better and laid well. Uh, some of you all may remember that one of the advantages of getting a Taurus was that it had an, a smuggling compartment built into it. And in mm. the original design, it was behind the pilot seat. Uh, there was no uh, lower turret because the smuggling area was there. And now they looks like it looks like what they did is move it from there to the rear area that would be between cargo and where the snub fighter would be because it's a different type of insulation and there's a grid back there. So I'm almost assuming that that's going to be the area where that's at. And what they did do that we didn't know about was they put the tractor beam in on the Taurus on the lower yes. level now too. So that's added a new element for people like Fastcard said who might be interested in trade and cargo. Um, so that's it. That's my background on those four ships. It's a popular yeah, ship okay. that's been around a long time, but you know, for some people, they've moved past the Connie's, but there are other people who still stay pretty tried and true to the ship. Yeah, FC, go ahead. Yeah, just one, one last thing. So uh, the, 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 
there are several there are other um uh, variants of this for especially for the phoenix called a called a, the constellation emerald that comes out during st patrick's um day yep. um they have an indoor um holiday for that but I'm, i've been begging cig for years now to come up with a constellation black for, for black history month i really hope cig will, will, will do that because i think that would look awesome i think calling the phoenix behind me that this is the the, 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 the normal phoenix i think it would look great in, in, in in a black skin so please see it, it would please. be nice best cart but unfortunately you're speaking as an american st <laughs> yeah, patty's day is globally is globally recognized black history and, and month Chinese is not globally yeah. So, yeah so so much for that like it's like we get the uh the asian chinese thing for the red celebration right but it's yeah. global you know so that makes a difference so Okay, let's go ahead and move on to the next one here. And that's going to be the Perseus uh, FC. Want to talk about this one a little bit? Oh, if I can bring it up real quick. There it is. Perseus. When RSI set out to make their definitive modern statement in a persuasive prevention, they look into their own path to the historic gunship designated Perseus. Capable of shredding subcapital ship class Goliath, the mere presence of a Perseus gunship in a blockade or patrol squad, patrol, patrol squad is enough to make your most aggressive enemies think twice before engaging, just like its vintage namesake. Okay, the Perseus. Um, interesting ship when this came out, uh, Fast Cart. I was... I didn't know what to say about the Perseus. <laughs> it came out at a weird time. Um, when? It came out at a weird time. No, when did it come out? Well, well, you no, can tell no, that. Yeah, yeah I, don't, I don't mean like calendar-wise. I mean uh, at no. the time of what was going on. Because people were, were and still do, clamoring for the Polaris. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And it was so reminiscent of the Polaris to me, even though when you look deeper into it, you do see that it is a different design. But it was an interesting, you know, Corvette slash frigate slash speed runner. I don't know. It's an interesting ship. <laughs> Blockade runner. I don't know. It's an interesting ship. Um, <clears throat> a lot of people like it because it doesn't take this larger crew. I think it only crew is like four to six to crew it, something like that. It's not like a huge amount of people, you know, minimum max crew, whatever. Um, but there was controversy about this ship too because it was expensive. It was not cheap. Um, but RSI, this is another one of their, you know, we read it in the lore, you know, they, they do have some ships that they do bring in on the military side. I think it has a big size seven cannon on the front of it, if I'm not mistaken. I think it's a size seven. Uh, I didn't look at the stats on it. I've kind of forgotten. Uh, I have but, it here. Yeah, but uh, any any thoughts about size the Perseus? Yeah, any thoughts about the Perseus? Uh, go ahead. So, like you said, Griff, um, when, I, when it first came out, I kept thinking, and all I could say is I, I, I'll i have to reserve my right to give feedback on it when it comes out. I mean, definitely we have, we, you know, we do have a gunship like the Hammerhead and such, and of course, this is RSI, so I'm just curious to see, okay, does it complement in terms of its size, in terms of performance per size, and how it pretty much actually can hold its own, um, given the environment that it's supposed to, or it's thought to be um, best in, or best suited in, right? So, um, I mean, I can't remember the, the the scale difference between the Perseus and and, and the Hammerhead, but um, you know, we, we do see how capable the Hammerhead is um, in the right conditions. 
and um, give him the uh, firepower. It's 100 meters long and 50 meters wide. Okay, okay. So, I mean, I guess we'll see. We'll see. Uh, that's that's as far as I can say, really. Um, yeah. Yeah. FC, any thoughts about this one? It's a big combat ship. I didn't really have any interest in it. It, it wasn't for it. I mean, I, maybe I'll have a, a couple of my fleet for protection, but yes, I, I, it wasn't in my, um, my play style. I've got two questions anybody can answer in chat or see if you've got the information. What size torpedoes are the, that it fires? And what is the, um, what was the price on this? Size five. Size, there's, there's only size fives? Size five according to the, um, That's Detroit, it? And, it's, and it's 675, $675 US dollar. I remember it was like 600 when it came out. That's crazy. Yeah. I thought those torpedoes were bigger. I thought like they were like maybe size sevens or something like that. You know? Well, I mean, it has two size, size seven. Yeah, but size fives um, are on a freaking Harbinger. That's why, that's why I mean, I thought maybe these were a little bit bigger. I mean, they look bigger. There might be a different type of torpedo too. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, it is a gunboat. Yeah, it is. And, and obviously yeah. we're expecting to have much more agility and speed than we would see with the Polaris, you know? It's, it's an interesting ship. Um, we'll see. You know, I, I agree with you, Cal Roddy. I'm kind of holding my reserve on this one. Yeah. Um, I wonder if they'll put this out before the Polaris because of design similarities. Uh, well, it's a smaller version. It's a smaller version. The Polaris is a bigger ship. I'm just curious. Yeah. You know, I know the Polaris people will be screaming bloody murder. <laughs> yeah, It'll probably get bigger. I wouldn't be surprised if it, if, if it gets bigger by the time this thing comes out. So okay. it's size. Okay, shady phase. Wow, twenty-four size fives. Okay, twenty-four size fives. That's a lot. Okay. All right, that's the Perseus. Let's keep it rolling. Keep it rolling. Keep it rolling. Speaking of the devil, right? Uh, <laughs> Roddy, why don't you go ahead and talk about this one here? All right, the RSI Polaris is a nimble Corvette-class capital ship that packs a powerful punch with full armament of turrets and torpedoes. Intended for use as both a naval patrol ship and to serve as the flagship of militia operations, Polaris has the capacity to perform search and rescue operations, fight, strike missions, and, gener and general security patrols, or light, sorry, light strike missions. Polaris includes the facilities to repair, rearm, and refuel a single fighter, light bomber, or support ship. Okay. Polaris. Uh, fast cart, remember the price on this? This was, because this, I mean, like, the difference between this oh. and the Perseus were like really close. It was like, yeah, they were. Like, this is like it's 700 cool. bucks or something like that, right? 750 right now. Yeah, man, that's like okay. super close, you know? Um, and I think that's why a lot of persons are really looking forward to it. Like uh, the things that it does mm -hmm. on its own and the kind of support that it can give to other ships as well. Yeah, yeah. And the, thing, and the other thing is, you got two ships from our side named, which started with the, with the letter P. I mean, <laughs> so, 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 I, I, get, I personally get the uh, persistent Polaris confused. Yeah, I know the Polaris is yeah. older. Yeah, you know, the, you know, interesting thing about this, is many of you all know, CIG has announced or has told us that they did do some reworking on this ship. They went back and did some things. And one of the things that they did was they expanded, from my understanding, the hangar area on the ship a little bit. 
Uh, one of the things I did not, did not like about the Polaris when it first came out, and I've said this on the show before, is that I'm not that crazy about it having, at least when you watch the visuals, it was only able to hold one fighter. Uh-huh. I felt like if this was an escort ship, it should be able to hold two fighters. One fighter out there, and then a wingman. You know what I mean? That's the way I've always yeah. seen it. I feel the same way about the Banu Merchantman. I, I wish that they would provide it so that there was a pilot and wingman that could go out in tandem to defend a ship versus just one single fighter. Um, but they said they've expanded it. And I think, and some people just told me recently that it is big enough that you can get like two arrows in it, or, you know, you can't get two of certain fighters in it now. So I right. think that's, mm. that's pretty cool. Um, this ship is definitely one to look forward to in the sense of it escorting. I think the tor- torpedoes in it are size 10s. I thought they were size 12s back in the day because CIG did show us size 12 torpedoes at one point. But somebody told me or corrected me and said, no, they're size 10s. Um, <clears throat> but I do know that whatever size they are, they're going to be expensive. And I think this thing holds like uh-huh. 24 torpedoes as well. So maybe if somebody's got the stats on that or the chart, they could. Yeah, it says 4X10 Torpedo 7. That's what it says on the, t- on the spec sheet. 4 times 14. Torpedo 7. I think it's probably size 7, or maybe I'm not sure. Yeah. Yeah, but. I can't, I can't copy and paste it. Oh, 12s are in the Javelin. Okay, thank you, Quinn. 12s are in the Javelin. Size 12s. Yeah, yeah, thank you, Shady. Tube says 28 torpedoes. Okay, got Mm. you. Okay. Seven per rack. Okay, got you. Oh, so four x seven. Seven per rack. Okay. Got you. Okay, 28 torpedoes. I know it's a lot of them. I know it's a lot of them. Right. Uh, It ain't going to be cheap to restock that bad fuel, that's for sure. And it also said 2X3 missile to to, to BC, um, parentheses 16 in in the middle. So it it definitely carries some some missiles and torpedoes. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Okay, interesting. Um, I don't own one. Uh, I know a couple people who love it, and they've been looking forward to this ship for quite a while. It's still, you know, in the works, supposedly. CIG told us a few months back that they had not started working on it, which was interesting. They also told us the length of time it would take for a ship similar to this, which was two years uh, for full development for a ship like the Polaris, uh, which is interesting. And a lot of times people wonder why does it take so long to make these ships? Cause you know, I think we, we look at them from the external and even the internal and figure, oh, it shouldn't take a year or two years to make these ships. <laughs> But, and this is after the, the design process has already been streamlined to, yeah, to such an extent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not like it was back in the day, right? There are oh. The process is faster than it used to be. Uh, but these ships are, man, it's hard to describe it. You know, you don't want, I don't want to think I'm always like, I'm trying to defend CIG, but the more I learn about the development process and what they're doing, the more I start to get it. You know what I mean? Because uh-huh. it's like, these ships have wiring running through them. They have conduits running through them. There's you know, ventilation systems for life support. I mean, they're, they're literally there. They're not decorative things on the wall. And you've got to be able to put all that stuff to make it work. Uh, rooms that can have vacuums, you know, where oxygen can be turned off and on, gravity fields. Fire suppression. Yeah, fire suppression. I mean, there's so much stuff that has to go into these ships um, to make them work. Um, you guys remember back in the day that just being able to make the grid so that you could walk across the floor of your ship while it's moving. It's mm. a lot of work yeah. there. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah. no yeah. small thing. <laughs> oh, so, yeah. And then when you're moving from module to module or section to section, 
And some of you all may remember how you used to walk through certain areas of ships or through certain doorways and oxygen would disappear, you know, when you go through it. you're like, how come they, yeah, you know, there's a whole lot to these ships and the bigger they get, there's a lot more work that goes into them. So just something to yeah, think I remember about. one time during IAE, I was, I was exploring one of the caterpillars on, 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 on a planet mm -hmm. and I walked into this area and my character started suffocating and the doors were wide open. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they haven't put that engineering stuff in yet. So yeah. the oxygen will flow from room to room yet, right? I know. But anyway, that's the Polaris. And they had a great commercial. For those of you, I know you're wondering why you're seeing all the military stuff, but this was part of one of the commercials for the UEE when they introduced the Polaris, and uh, people were really excited about it. But now it's I mean, I, 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 I hope that when the Polaris comes out, people people will be excited and, and happy with it. Because, yeah. I mean, I think people know that standing for the band and, and other stuff, the longer something come, it takes them to come out, the better it'll be. Absolutely. So, Absolutely. Look forward to it. Let's chance the rework, too, you know, closer to the gold standard mm -hmm. when it comes out. Yeah, the good. gold standard when it comes down, yeah. exactly. Yeah, yeah. All right, we got one more to hit. And this is the big, 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 big granddaddy. Fast Cart, you want to read this one? The RSI Orion. After Orion, Robert Space Industries' goal has always been to make the stars available to individual citizens. Now with the RSI, mine, RSI Orion mining platform, RSI is letting individuals take over a process formerly controlled by a mega corporation. The Orion features, in, in, the Orion features include high-grade turret-mounted tractor beam arrays, plenty of mineral storage, and a cabin designed by the team that had bought you the war and the and constellation. The lifted cargo capacity is only for the de dedicated cargo room and does not account for the mine material capacity and the storage pod, which will be detailed later. Yeah, yeah, good stuff. The video you guys are looking at right now, the shot, take a look at that. That's showing you the Orion's new size versus the old size, how it has grown <clears throat> dramatically. The ship at the top up there, believe it or not, is a constellation. So that'll give you an idea of the scale of this ship. It is literally one of the largest ships. It is the largest of the industrial ships, but it's also one of the large. Well, no, it's not larger than the whole E, is it? Whole E. I'm looking at it now. The, the Orion is 170 meters um, in length, 50 meters or wide. What's and you want to you want to you want to know the whole E? What's the length on the whole E? Yeah. I think the whole, whole E might still be e. bigger. The whole E yeah. is 372. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So this thing has grown. Now, the, the numbers that Fast Card's giving us, too, I don't think those are the new numbers. Because you said it's what? Uh, yeah, the Ryan is 170, but that was two mm. months ago. Updated two months ago? So it's almost yep, 200 meters. That's what it 200, almost 200. Okay, yeah, that might be right. Okay. That might be. It says 170 on the yeah. spec. Yeah, but just like I said, this is the, the, the RSI site. So. Yep, yep, yep. So it is a monster of a ship. And uh, we've talked about the Orion when we did our um, when we did our industrial strength series. And we talked about what it's going to take to even manage a ship like this. I think this ship has five or seven positions, different distinct positions of operation just to get it to run. And if you notice, they didn't call it a mining ship. They called mm -hmm. it a mining platform. Mining platform. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Mini station. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you go, you go, you put this thing out there and park it, and you just, that's it. You just go out and park it, and you suck everything to you. You know, you, I mean, yeah, you can navigate some, <laughs> but those big spinning things, man, you ain't trying to navigate through no asteroid belt flying around. <laughs> Definitely and, not. Uh, and, you know, you ask for it. Can you imagine if, with, the, with the size of the ship if, if it went from suck to blow? I'm full of them tonight. I'm just full of them tonight. Yeah, you're full of it tonight. I will grant you that. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. Um, 
So, yeah, I mean, the Orion is a popular ship amongst those who are miners. It is the ultimate mining ship for people who are into mining. You know, we've got the Prospector. Uh, we've got the Mole. CIG just a couple weeks ago announced that they're going to come up with a third mining ship that will fit somewhere between it. But this ship, obviously, as cool as it may be, it's not for everybody. Um, this yeah. is definitely something, I think, for orgs, right? What do you guys think? Yeah, I mean, I can see people... Maybe when it first came out, people said, oh, I'm going to uh, buy this ship and put, it, put the whole, the whole whole bunch of blades in it, and I'll be able to fly it solo and do everything solo. Yeah, that's not the way it's going to work. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's a... Um, if you guys don't ever get to look at the design uh, or doc document for this ship, CIG did a very intense... And it was Tony Z. He did a really intense layout of how this ship is supposed to operate and unlike right now where you go out with a mole or a prospector and you just scan you find a rock you hit it you keep your beam within a certain range and you go on the orion you'll be able to scan rocks for type of material seismic activity analysis uh there's the aspect of using the lasers to cut there is a tractor beam area where stuff is brought in on a conveyor belt and there is a refinery in the back of the ship as well. So that's like six positions right there. And then there's yeah. the pilot position. So there is a lot to do on this ship. And you're not going to go out here with one person or two people and do it and, on an Orion, you know. Exactly. And good, but it's not recommended. <laughs> and that's why I'm very, very curious, even though this has to do with salvaging, I'm very, very curious as to, you know, what the whole multi-crew experience is going to be like and how that's going to evolve. Um, starting from possibly the reclaimer, because we know that with the cargo refactor, we'll add some more multi-crew elements to the whole capital um, utilitarian ship experience. And just something as, you know, just managing cargo in that, in that retaliator, um, it will give us some extra, um, an extra uh, maybe idea of what kind of human resources we may need for something like this. Yeah. Of course, that coupled with the um the new interim um i think yeah it definitely won the vote um next rsi um mining ship for them to get some you know design languages down there to help um you know when it's time for them to design the the orion mm -hmm. a lot of nice aspects are coming together to give us some hints as to what the orion may be like and how like, it yeah. may, you know form when it comes out yeah Agent, uh, thank you for posting that. Because I, I knew I wasn't completely crazy. I know I'm crazy, but not completely. <laughs> the only reason why I say that is because the Starfarer is 100 meters long. And this thing mm. is way bigger than a Starfarer. Yeah. What, yeah. He said, yeah. what he said here is, is that the video is showing the 170 meter version, which is the middle one. The other one is 340 meters. So that is the mm. difference in size. Because, I, I, I mean, look at the Connie. You can look at the, yeah. the length of the Connie. That's what I said. I know the Orion's really big. The new numbers on it are big. So he's saying it's 340. Uh, and who knows what's going to change after they get that RSI, that next RSI mining ship um, finished. Who knows what's going to happen? Well, that, to next, the Orion. That, that next ship may be the size of the first version. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, that's true. It that's might true. end up being that smaller, yeah. you know, that, that other yeah. version of it, which would fit in between the mole in that. Yeah. And, now, I, and I want to say, th I want to say thank you to Admiral Kushinagi. He had the original uh, price of the Orion for 325, but it's updated now to 575. Yeah. So. And we think mm -hmm. that it will, well, we know it's going to go up again. You guys know that when it, come, when it goes for sale. I want to say 750. Yeah. When it hits the hangers and when it's, I mean, when it's flight ready and ready to go, you know, it's going to go up. So. If well, you, depending on the size, maybe 900. 
God only knows. Yeah, yeah it's 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 mm. a really big ship, and the, the fact is that it's a money maker. That's the other thing too. Mm. So that yeah. becomes the other factor with it. This ship, though, if you guys notice in the video, this ship has been white boxed and gray boxed before. It, they they've taken it almost to gray box level, um, and and so they they've worked on it and they've told us that there's another version of this where they actually sky cam through it and fly through, and you can see the whole ship with the catwalks and yep. stuff. Uh, we don't know what the refinery area looks like. There it is there. There's the part with the catwalk. But you can see the length oh. of this ship. This is a big ship. It um, is. And so uh, this one, I think if the Reclaimer gives you ideas of, of Alien, I think this is going to be the sister to that because it is a <laughs> massive, massive ship. Uh, either you guys own this one, the, the Orion? I don't. No. <laughs> I do. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I'm a miner. Mining mining is if I don't do anything else, I will do mining. And so uh you know having That's funny, you look older than eighteen to me. I know eighteen I know, yeah. Uh but yeah, I'm looking forward to it. And uh like Fastcard said, some of these ships, the endeavors, the uh the Banu merchantmen's, some of these ships we actually look forward to, you know, we know that they're taking time to come out. This ship's been around a long time too. Oh, it's yeah. not a new design this is one of those ships that came out back in the days when all they had was concept art this is before they started using the software to lay out these ships uh so it went through the whole thing of metrics and having to be redesigned redesigned which is why it grew because once they uh. went back and put in the metrics for rsi the ship had to get bigger and cig doesn't try to make bigger ships they really try to make them reasonable in size but if it dictates, oh, yeah but if it dictates that it needs the size to do what it needs to do then you know they go ahead and let the ship grow. To I mean, the size proof of, of that is the is the new spirit. Like they 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 um they had to well they increased the size of it like by ten meters, mm -hmm. but they said that they couldn't add a, a side door to it because that'll make it even bigger than what it is now. Yep. So yeah. Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. All right. I, 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 mm -hmm. Before we get to the Q and A, can I can I add one more tip? Because I know we don't have the details or anything for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you for that follow. Oh, but, um, no, those are bits. Thanks for the bits. Oh, those are bits. Oh, yeah, thanks for the bits. Good. Yeah, thank, thank you, too. Mm -hmm. uh, but uh, one thing we haven't really covered, I, I don't believe so, mm -hmm. but the retribution. And this Ooh. is the final. Uh, this is the final episode for this shipyard. Yeah. Yeah, guys, we yeah. talk about the retribution because that's the combination of multiple manufacturers, correct? Yeah, we could talk about that. Yeah, go ahead and why don't you start and talk? I'll bring it up. Give me one second. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> yeah, this up. is something that um that that, that, that I, I mean. It, it, I think it's, it, it, it's a main thing for Squadron 42, so it, I, I believe it's already probably built for the game and material and, and everything. But um, it's, a, it's a big ship. It's a city-sized ship. I want to say 7,500 7, meters, so definitely um, city-sized. Um, it can carry multiple squadrons of, um, of ships. Basically, it, it, people have always wanted a cruise ship. This is definitely a cruise ship, but um, it's not viable for it's not flexible from the public. Um, and 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 the Bengal, the Bengal is the same way. Wait, who's the Bengal? Is that RSI too? Bengal is RSI. Yes. Yeah. So the Bengal. I completely the, forgot the about. Pegasus. You know what? Listen, I told you guys. It's okay, Gary. It's okay. Well, the other thing was that there were no stats on them. That was the other thing. So yeah, I was no dealing stats, with ships that we can, Yeah, ships. Honorable mentions: yeah. the RSI Bengal and the Pegasus. Yeah. No, but those those are good points. But what I will do, because we are at Fast Card, thank you for 
bringing those ships up because they are still a part of that manufacturer. Uh, so let me do this real quick. Let me do this. Right yeah, no there. problem. So yeah, I, I, I can't really say anything about the bingo except, I mean, well, we have seen the bingo from um, Invictus Week um, twice now. Yes. And yep. you do not want to get in front of that gun, especially when it fires at, at, at some knucklehead who try to fire it at it. <laughs> yeah. All right, so very quickly, let's do some comparisons here because that we can do, okay? So mm -hmm. what you guys are seeing right now um, in that lower bottom, but most of you know that was the design for the Pegasus. Now the Pegasus, we don't know if it's gonna look like that. Maybe it will, maybe it won't, but so far CIG has been pretty good with matching up these designs. <clears throat> if you wanna get a good idea, there's an Aegis Javelin back there in the back and you can kind of get an idea of scale because you guys know how big a Javelin is in game. Yeah. The Pegasus is the one down there at the bottom. It has like the little side thing on it up at the top. But anyway, that's the Pegasus. To the far right, the next larger ship you guys know is the Bengal Carrier, which you've seen in-game. Right next to that is the Orion, but that's actually based upon the old scale, okay? Now, above that is what you're talking about, the Retribution. Uh, the Retribution in size, and I think we had that. It's like a freaking, it's like a stupid... 2,700 meters. 2,700 meters, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so, you know... What, half and half the Bengal is nine. The Bengal is nine hundred fifty-five. Yeah. So it is a really, really big ship. Now the you know we talked about that ship and it's we know it's going to be seen at some point in Squadron Forty Two. We don't know when, but it is not a ship that you can buy. <laughs> mm -mm. Not going to be able to buy. Yeah, well, I mean, that's able... like that's like the the you have the Legata package with everything. That's like triple Legata package. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're talking about a ship that's almost a half mile in length, so it's a pretty big oh. ship. So, oh, yeah. I don't think you're going to be able to pirate it or anything like that. <laughs> <laughs> don't try to take your, you uh, your don't try to take your mantis out and stop it. I don't think that's going to work. Um, <laughs> Again, you could try. <laughs> yeah, you could, you could try. Yeah, this will be a great siege kind of mission, though. You could try. Like, yeah. you have like a like a wreck thing, but it let like, I me mean, add some some interesting gameplay if it comes. Into yeah, it would be interesting. It would be. All right, we do have some questions. Thanks for uh, Fast Cut for mm -hmm. bringing that up because that was something that no problem. Talk about. Um, we've got one here from Chu. Wow, Citizen Shenanigans. Thank you so much for the prime. Thank sub. you for the description. Appreciate that. Um, Thanks for this. Let's go with says, um, I purchased planet side delivery packs and CCU'd them into tracker mantis pairs for an interdiction or blockade play. That's that's I pretty think that's cool. A, that's statement. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it is. No, and that's cool. He's just saying that's how he was able to. We were talking about how do you use the mantis, right? Right. So, oh. and I think that there's the idea of creating a blockade, which is much more practical, you know, where you're going to have multiple mm. mantises versus one random mantis that's out there so that's an interesting yep. way to look at the gameplay um we've got one from fist to face gaming fast card said that he loves tara can we eject him there so we don't have to hear any more of his bad jokes <laughs> <laughs> seriously he's getting out of hand he's a, they say you're getting out of hand <laughs> wait 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 okay. wait getting getting yeah, out of getting, hand yeah, right right all right Ooh, a bit out of hand thank you very much <laughs> Chief says the Scorpius looks sweet, but did not bring enough to sway him for him to buy open oh, mm. his Vanguard. Okay, with the BUKS, the Bucks. That yeah, is true. That yeah. is true. A lot of people like that Vanguard. So yeah, yeah, uh. yeah. Even though it does supposedly fall, it falls into the category of what they consider heavy fighter, which yeah, is interesting. It does. I yeah. thought it was going to be considered medium fighter, but it does fall into mm -hmm. that category. It seems like the yeah. Vanguard 
still holds the trophy when it comes to that, you know? Um, let's go to Black Sky Legion. Since you are all talking all RSI ships, speculate a little on the newly voted RSI mining ship between the Mole and the Orion. And I think we did do a little speculation saying that yeah. that older size version of the mole is something that we think we would see. What do you the guys Orion. think, or the Orion rather, what yeah. do you guys think about uh, what they shared during Citizen Con? Because they did talk about it's going to carry a vehicle. Anything else right. you guys think that that, that next uh, ship would be like? What about refinery? Mm. Anything, you think it'll have mm. a, anything like a refinery in it? Or do you think it'll still be a matter of having to use stuff like Odyssey and stuff like that? Yeah, I think I'm not sure a medium-sized ship will be enough for a refinery and no, 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 and no. Mining, it's a large. But... It's not a medium. They consider yeah, it a large. Bigger than the Odyssey. Yeah, right? maybe, maybe then. Maybe yeah, I'm not sure. It'd be interesting. There's a, there's a chance. There's a chance. Um, I would say that you know, um, most likely, um, in terms of the whole um, mining kind of experience and mining ship, I can foresee this ship as being um just before we hit the orion mm -hmm. as something that says hey this is the point where we think mining is in a good place mm -hmm. and uh, this is what we actually want to go forward with with regards to mining um 100 or maybe 95 percent um certainty going forward with regards to the whole mining experience and then they're going to build on that and extrapolate that for the orion that's what i foresee mm. and that's part of the other reason why i'm really excited about this ship coming up not just for the ship itself but the whole vision of mining and setting the whole gold standard for mining the whole mining ship experience and the multi-crew experience in general because i you know as we're seeing the whole pattern with mining um, and, uh, you know, standardizing certain things and the gameplay experience and the gameplay designs. And they've, they're really pushing, um, mining as one of the professions to possibly, um, get some inspiration from that to then apply it to other professions. So, um, you know, whatever, you know, this ship actually has or will have, I can see it having well-functioning resource management systems. I can, ha I can see it having, you know, some other systems that we may not even know about yet. I can yeah. see it having possibly the whole, um, you know, armor, the breakability, all those things that, you know, when these features come online, it's going to be one of those ships that actually supports all those things. So see, very excited about it. I'm looking at it from the perspective of like right now, when yeah. I want to go mining in a prospect or a mole, I can't take a rock with me because there right. are sometimes I'm out there and I'm trying to go out and do big rocks. And all I'm doing is hitting them freaking rocks that are big enough for a rock to do, right? That's all mm -hmm. I'm seeing. And I get frustrated and said, man, I wish I could land my ship and, you know, get out with my rock and go out there and do it. So I yeah. see this yeah. ship as being that ship that allows you as a miner to be able to do both. If you're yeah. out there, if, every you mining aspect. On, yeah, if you're on that moon, it's big boulders, then great. But if you're hitting those smaller ones, you can still come back in with some profit and not have to feel like, because right now, what, you're loading your freaking rock into an MSR or a freaking cutlass, exactly. right? Yeah. And then when you're in that, you can't do any big rock mining, <laughs> right? So to yeah. me, to see that ship that it actually allows that full rounded aspect, as you said, of, of mining. And yeah. more than likely, it will come out before the Orion because it will yeah. be the test bed, right? It's that right. next step up that, because uh, right now the mole, see, it's really weird because we still don't know the total functionality. I don't want to get down a whole line on mining guys. Right. Yeah. <laughs> we don't know the whole functionality of the mole. Right. And so right now we know they've got those big areas near that looks like, and maybe it does some type of sorting and refining. You know what right. I'm saying? In the back area, in the middle. 
but right now all the players are doing is just cutting lasers yeah. and that's it and i see cig creating some other workstations of other things that can be done which is why i'm wondering whether this next rsi ship will have capability beyond just cutting rocks but now either you're tractor beaming them in and lasering mm -hmm. or you're doing some form of refining sorting something else that gives some more work that can happen right. on a larger ship yeah. okay totally agree yeah okay all right we're gonna wrap it up guys and ladies thank you guys so uh, what, what, much yes, what, 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 one last thing about about the retro i just want to give the uh shoot korean um prop for the for, we've for, for done the that for three weeks yeah. listen <laughs> listen <laughs> this is so good though don't it be giving so them jokers good. no props i told you them jokers are gonna wipe us out i'm telling you they're serious <laughs> them jokers over there are serious don't be giving them no more fuel man we need to be getting our game together over here because oh, they're gonna be dominating y'all listen you know i ain't lying man. you know i'm not lying Y'all saw, saw that Bar Citizen commercial. Them jokers went 100 on that bad fella. You know, every aspect of the retribution. Yeah. No, I'm just teasing. For those of you in Korea, it was cool. It was. That that, was that cool. retribution was amazing. I mean, we thought we had it down when we got the Kraken. Y'all took it with that, with that retribution. Oh, yeah, it's the next level. That retribution was the bomb, was the bomb. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right, let's go ahead and start talking about what we got coming up because we have things coming up too we want to talk to you guys about. FC, tell everybody about uh, next Thursday. Thursday, we have our show talk. We talk Thursday, the remembering community. Uh, people can come into Discord and we talk about what's going on that week. Typically, we cover Star Citizen Live, Inside Star Citizen, which is coming back this week, this 27th. So we should be able to talk about that um, on Thursday. Mm -hmm. But yeah, that's 9 p.m. Eastern, 1 a.m. Friday, uh, UTC. Yeah. You know what? I was going to ask you to do Soul Voices, Calrati, uh, but I'm not sure if we're going to have Soul Voices next Saturday. It's right. up in the air, gang. And the reason why it's up in the air is because next Sunday, we're going to be doing our fundraiser. Some of you remember a couple of years ago, we did a fundraiser for St. Jude Children's Hospital. You guys helped us raise $2,000 uh, that night where we did a one hour radio enactment of, of H.G. Uh, Wells' War of the Worlds. We did the Orson Welles version, the old radio broadcast. And we had about 15 content creators. Captain Richard was here. Paul Shelley was here, Buster, a whole bunch of folks were here. I don't remember everybody and By the way, if, if, you want to, if you want to listen to that, check it out on our YouTube page. Yeah, in fact, if somebody can pull that up and drop it in there for folks that they'll see what it was like, because maybe some people never did see it, uh, that way you guys can check it out. But we're going to do a new reenactment this time of the movie The Day the Earth Stood Still, and not the one with Keanu Reeves. Thank you very much. So, <laughs> That's the new one I saw. <laughs> so, wait, wait, that's another version? Yeah, yeah, when yes. That happened? Yes. So yeah, that's the one I saw, so yes, I didn't see the other one. I know. We're going to do the original radio version of, and it's, it's virtually the same story, but they changed it with the Keanu version. But anyway, we're going to do the original version of radio broadcast of War of the and we're going to be doing it for charity as well. We, it may be St. Jude's. I'm trying to do gamers outreach, but I had such a tough time reaching them last time. If I can reach them this time, we'll do them. Otherwise, it might be St. Jude's Children's Hospital again. But hopefully you guys will be able to tune in. So we may be having our rehearsal on Saturday. That's why I'm not sure if we're going to do voices. So if y'all see a tweet for voices, then you'll know that we are on. But if there's no tweet, that means that we're rehearsing and we won't, and we won't have soul voices next Saturday. So hopefully you guys can join us next Sunday at 8 p.m the charity thing make sure you tell people about it you know because we really do want to raise some money for some really good organizations like most streamers do and hopefully we'll be able to get a lot of support from folks even new people who will come on board and uh and throw some support toward the charities okay and uh other than that that's all we're going to tell you guys about this week 
FC, anything else? You got it? Protect the blow. It really did. That's it. All right. Cal Rider, you got anything? Nothing. Nothing? All right. Well, listen, guys, thank you guys so much. As always, we really appreciate you guys. The support you guys do. Uh, as always, don't forget about our merchandise. Check that out. Uh, plenty of merch and stuff there. For those of you who always support us there, we appreciate it. Patreon. Don't forget all of our social media platforms. You can always find out about our shows and what's going on. And uh, we appreciate you, as always. We're going to be doing a raid tonight for Star Jump Ender. You guys know the folks from Star Jump Station. We're going to raid Star Jump Ender. So when you guys get over there, give Ender a shout. Ender also does great charity raising for folks from the veterans and stuff. Uh, but he's a really good guy with that team. He's the quiet guy, but he helps them out and does a lot of work with them as well. So oh, give yeah. him some love when you get over there, when you see him. And uh, till then, we're going to see you guys hopefully sometime this week. And hopefully we'll see you soon. Stay safe. Take care of yourself. Stay healthy. Peace, love, and soul. We'll see you guys soon. Take care. See you, peeps. Night.